Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beth Pal Bam. I'm your host, Paul, as always, and we start our new uh, review series um, with What If Episode 1, Captain Carter Was the First Avenger. Uh, and joining me, as always, is Tony. Shiza! And Josh. Good evening. We will touch on that line later on. Um so, yep, we, this is something new for us because we've not really touched animated stuff other no. than having the guys on from uh, the X-Men series. Yeah. Um, we haven't really touched any of the animated stuff. Now, obviously, this is a little bit different because it is MCU, I would say, adjacent for now. Yeah, at the moment, isn't it, really? Yeah. Late. Um, Late. So, yeah. Um, but probably not for very long. No. Um, so, let's dive in. Um, we'll go through as we always do. Um, again, I'm going to bring up this whole thing. Just give me a different Marvel introduction. Oh yeah, it's something different. Mm, yeah. Give me, give me a new logo. Uh, yeah, it's got nothing to do with those characters. Give me some of the animated stuff in there. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, Actually, I was surprised it wasn't entirely animated. I did like the switch over to the uh, animated end of it. Yeah, of, of the change to a, to a drawn Marvel Studios, but I thought we might have seen the whole thing animated actually. Yeah, I well, thought that. I'm I thought whether as we go forward, the previous episodes will show up in the in the you know like yeah, you, I hope so. Know. But we thought that about the, the TV shows as well, didn't we? That they That's they true. throw in something and they didn't do anything other than with Loki. They changed the color on it mm. and made it green and gold. Other than that, they've not changed anything since uh, the 10th anniversary version because was done. We've had this version for a while now, haven't we? Yeah, so that would be, Love what, that. two, three years now since mm. the 10th anniversary? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit disappointing that they're not changing it up. What I will say, though, I love Jeffrey Wright's voiceover. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Actual, the credit sequence is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. But that was what they released as the trailer, didn't they, basically? Mm, yeah. So that and the end bit was basically the, the trailer that they released. Um, the first first kind of trailer that came out, yeah. what, six months ago, I would say now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, In fact, that the credit sequence gave us more of what we were just on about a second ago, really. You get yeah. Shot you Because I didn't realise there's Captain Marvel pops up in one of them. Yeah. Sadly, not Brie Larson. Um, yeah. We'll touch on that again. Um, as we go through this very quickly, actually, because it's one of my first notes. Um, but I, I like the the introduction of the original story as well. I thought that was yes. really nicely well done. And of course, um, Cap's theme slipping yeah. in there, mm-hmm. um, which was was nice. Yeah. Um, then we then I'm going to get on to a little bit with the the actors. There's a few notes that I've got in a row. In fact, it's about five notes. Um, <laughs> on actors that did return and, and didn't at this point. So the first one is just that Stanley Tucci and Toby Jones are absolutely wasted in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. You could have got anybody to come in and do yeah. those roles. They don't really have Imagine them them on the phone to Marvel going, we want you to come back for an animated show. Oh, yeah, okay, great. Uh, like, how much line, how much dialogue have I got? Uh, one line. Oh, great. Yeah. Sound. Uh, Toby Jones with two lines, one of them being the aforementioned Shizar. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> could have literally been anybody. Yeah, it's funny, but the fact that they've brought in like someone that's a BAFTA winner to come in and do like two lines like that is um, just a bit ridiculous. And don't get me I wrong, s- I love the fact that they're back, but I suppose now with technology as it is and how things have been in COVID, they probably did them all at home anyway. And yeah, it's interesting because some of the dialogue doesn't feel as clean as other bits. No, some of the no. deliveries, even some of Dom's, some yeah. of his lines are great and other ones sound really flat. Yeah, and I'm wondering whether that was where the split came in, that they'd done some of it and then it went. Yeah. everybody went into lockdown and they did a lot of it at home. Similarly um, with some of Seb's lines are a bit like that as well. Yeah, and it's interesting with Seb because he's the one downside of this episode. I don't mm. think he's very good at voiceover work. Mm. Mm. Um, I think yeah. this is possibly the first time he's done any. Yeah. Um, it's not like he's been in any animated TV series or films, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, and it does feel like he's struggling a little bit um, mm. to get to grips with it. Yeah. Um, that was one of my later notes because obviously he doesn't appear till later on. But yeah, I didn't think it was great um, on his part. Um, and then talking about the, the moment of change, uh, it's pretty insignificant. Yeah, I, uh, I noted that actually, just how small it was in, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, um, it's just strange. And, and that's my real bugbear with this episode is it doesn't change much at all. They just kind of replace one character. Yeah, it's and, not. And that's it. Honestly, say, oh, from the outset, we picked Agent Carter from one of our own litter. It's literally just, oh, Steve, yeah. quick, peg it in there, girl. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like, and it, it kind of feels to me like, and it's come up recently that um, they've done a Legends episode of Peggy, yeah. like we've had for the other series. Yeah. Not one bit of Agent Carter footage in it. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's just pretty much confirms that they're abandoning that show, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and so this kind of feels like that they want to get her back in the MCU and this is yeah. the way they can do it. Yeah. Um, so it kind of feels, as much as I love Peggy as a character and always have done, thought Agent Carter was brilliant and should have carried on, um, mm. it does feel like she's being shoehorned back in. Mm. Um, because of this, and it does seem like she is going to be some kind of quasi leader for this this new team. Um, but, but on that I note, will, of the- I will say uh, at that point, if it's if it does mean that we get Mr. Braddock as well at some point, I, I'd be quite happy with that that multiversal team. So yeah, yeah, I've got no problems with it, but it just it feels like it maybe could have been done a, a in a way. bigger way. Yeah, yeah, it's it kind of feels. Like the whole episode is kind of redundant. It's not really changed anything other than the fact that Bucky survives as yeah. well. Uh, and we'll pick up on that later on. Um, yeah. It doesn't really change an awful lot other than the fact that she's in the lead role. Mm. Um, and on that note of the, the little change, obviously there's no dialogue for Richard Armitage's character, so there was no need for him to come back. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a shame that he didn't, because I like yeah. Richard Armitage. And obviously has been working for Marvel in recent years. Um, playing Logan yeah. uh, for their, their podcast Sim- stories. Similarly, Tom Lee Jones as well. Who is yeah. it's a real blink and you miss him sort of his appearance of his character. Yeah, and and that's the that's the other thing that the whole the Howling Commandos as well. Other than Dum Dum, no one else speaks. 
mm. they're all completely mute. Um, which again, some of them have come back. We've obviously seen uh, one of them appear in Spider-Man mm. uh, as the headmaster. So it's not like they're reversed working for, for Marvel at the moment, mm. unlike some people um, who we won't mention. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it does seem a shame that they've kind of included these characters and then not actually really used them. Yeah. Um, Tommy Lee Jones isn't so much of a surprise because we know he is a grumpy old bastard and always has been. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a surprise. Um, and then obviously I, I'm going to pick up on the, the recasting of Steve. Josh Keaton, for anybody that doesn't know, had My man. played Spider-Man. My uh, man. Spectacular Spider-Man, in fact. Fucking um, spectacular we, show. Yeah, which I watched recently. And he's popped up in something else recently as well. Uh, another Marvel show, and I can't remember who it was that he was playing. Well, he's actually um, rumoured to be in the second Spider-Man game. Uh, yeah. Uh, not, not obviously as Spider-Man or a multiverse version of Spider-Man. Yeah. But... So, so he is a proper voice actor. So... Oh, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. tell that. I, but you know, I think he was in Ben 10, or he might have done, uh, you know, the Teen Titans. I like... believe he was definitely in Ben 10. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Come on, yeah. I've got a funny feeling he's also played Logan at some point in another animated show when he's popped up in like a cameo. Do you know what it might um, be? Uh, in Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, the Drake Bell version. Uh, yeah. Yes, that was it. That was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was it. He popped up in that one. Yeah. Um, then I said, I love Dominic, um, but Howard is even more over the top in this than he's been I, in any live action I stuff. I just sat there chuckling to myself the entire episode whenever he was on screen. <laughs> Yeah, it's, just, it's actually it's his Agent Carter version to the max. It's yeah, weird. yeah, and we, me and Tony, had literally talked about it days before the show came out how much we were looking forward to seeing him again or yeah. hearing and him in this it case. Disappoint at all? No, exactly. And then another returning one, which was a bit of a surprise that we we kind of noted a few weeks before it came out was Bradley Whitford. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, so playing the more playing... military version of the character we've seen in the um, one shot. Yeah. Um, and very much still the same character. And um, mm. there was real, no real change in the fact that he hates that women are yeah. in the armed forces and that they shouldn't be there. But he eventually accepts it, um, yeah. which kind of what happened at the end of the one shot, that he, he accepts yeah. that she's the best person for the job. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I kind of picked up on this, Peggy being super, superhuman is kind of redundant now we're getting She-Hulk. Mm. Um, she very much looked like She-Hulk when they <laughs> when they gave her the jab. Other it's than the fact that she didn't go green, I, I did write down Hubba Hubba at this point. When yeah, <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting if she is in live action. How they're going to do this? I think no. it'll be a combo. <laughs> yeah, she on the live action Captain Carter, I have heard rumor that she may appear in Doctor Strange too. Yes, mm. apparently yeah. so. Um, she's obviously just finished filming the current Mission Impossible. Yeah. Um, with the rumours that she is going out with a man that was formerly meant to be Iron Man. Um, well, that's the rumour that I've heard that uh, Mr. Five Foot Four Foot something is yeah. supposed to appear in Doctor Strange 2 as a version of Iron Man. Yeah. I'd heard that rumour as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the recreation of the training scene with her yeah. punching the yeah. bag yeah. and oh, throwing yeah. the the, the pullback is brilliant. I mean, super wax yeah. again in the war. It's great. Um, I love that. And, and again, I I like the little nod about Steve telling her that she 
could possibly <laughs> have been yeah. made a USO. Yeah. Um, um, she's great there as well. With her, her th- he wouldn't, would he? It's just yeah. Brilliantly done. Um, and then, of course, we get uh, another returning actor who was, mm-hmm. again, a replacement uh, in Ross Marquand. Um, and how much yeah. better is his performance in this than the first time you see him live action? Yeah. For me, the yeah. voice was... It, it sounded just like Hugo Weaving. Yeah. You see, I thought the same of Josh Keaton as uh, Chris Evans, because if you, yes, if I hadn't have IMDb'd that, I would yeah. have been thought Chris Evans had come back for one Well, last apparently, time. the Hollywood reporter thought it was Chris Evans and actually wow. reported yeah. that it was him yeah, that had come back. Him. Yeah, and Josh Keaton's off the Twitter to say, uh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I thought that was quite funny. Um, no, it's really good work from Mark on actually in this. Yeah. Then I, I've got a few little nitpicks. I'm not a massive fan of the action scenes. I have to be yeah, honest. Okay. Oh, yeah, because I, I just felt like it was kind of a little bit too flashy. Uh, see, no, that's the thing. It's a comic book. And this is the, the closest they're going to come to putting a comic book on. Yeah. On yeah, yeah. Well, watched it, yeah. In terms of the, the ridiculous action that comes from those. It, just seems like it's a bad characterization of Peggy because I don't think she'd be like that from I what will, we've seen will, before. Yeah, I will say though, she used that shield far too fucking much. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly my problem. Yeah. I, I don't think Peggy would be that much of a show off. Yeah, and, the and fact also, that she seems is, to be loving it. Yeah, this is awesome stuff that she's doing. Yeah, it did feel very a bit out of character. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I just, I, if it had been Cap like somewhere along Winter Soldier line, then mm. I would have been fine with it. it. It just didn't seem to fit in with what we know of Peggy. And yeah. I don't but think... That's because she's fresh out the gates as a super soldier. Yeah, mm. and that's fine. I can understand if she was further down the line. Yeah, that's what I mean. But the fact that she's, she's not, I don't think she would have changed that much in that time. That she would have been like, oh, look at me. Come on, take me on. And that's what it felt like at that point. And it doesn't, it didn't feel like Peggy to me at all. Mm. Um, then of course we get the Shizer line. <laughs> um, and also the fact that they, the dance situation comes up. We all knew that was going to come at some point. Yeah. Um, well, just skip back a second. I do like that little scene in the bar when, when she gets the uniform. Yeah. Uh, and, and Howard admits where it came from. <laughs> it's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's that's probably my favourite scene with Howard. Actually, yeah, um, I really like that. That really feels like him. Meet me in a bar, and I'm yeah. going to give you something dodgy. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is just that's just Howard to a T. Um, I did note at this point that the worst bit of the episode comes up in in Bucky Barnes. Um, <laughs> sadly, yeah. yeah, the scene in the cell. His lines are really flat. Yeah. Really horribly, and it, there's been clips of him in recording stuff, so I don't know what happened. Whether he did record some of it in a studio and then had to record the rest at, at home, mm. but it just it really does fall flat, sadly. Um, then I wrote Howard always in the wrong place, mm-hmm. we always know that. Um, <laughs> he can never get it right, can he? Uh, uh, certainly but- not at that age. Anyway, um, and then we get a couple, <laughs> couple of great moments actually taking the piss out of Bucky, um, being afraid of trains. 
I thought was great. And then, of course, he, he falls off the train and he shouts out, you almost ripped my arm off. Yeah. I know I've watched uh, one or two that. breakdown videos that rolled their eyes at that, but I actually laughed the most at that line when watching the and, episode. And that's what I feel like this should be. It should be giving you those nods. Yeah. Um, but not being overt, which a lot of this episode is really overt as to what it's implying. Yeah. Because we've already seen it, and it's pretty much the same story mm. um, for the most part. Um, then on the, the the line that I didn't like uh, is that I have a shield line, which mm. I thought that was really really corny. Yeah, uh, and there was no need for that at all. Um, the rest of the rest of Peggy's stuff is is fine. It's just those fight scenes and that line I really really don't like um then we get the hydra beast which just reminded me of the alien from the start of guardians of the galaxy 2 well do you know uh, what it reminded me of the um the i alien think that's probably deliberate the uh, i think it was called hive yeah that's mm. exactly what it's meant to be is it right yeah yeah but some well, some other people have come out and said oh it's the, it's the villain from doctor strange 2 I'm like, well, no, it's he's no. clearly pointing it out that it's Hydra's like influence. Go to it, yeah. So it's got to be, it's got to be Hive. It can't be anything else. Um, well, they're not mm. going to call it that because they've more or less done away with that as well. Um, I was say, is Agents of Shield canon anymore? Or no, 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 really that, then. no. Um, because they've more or less said that Coulson is still dead. And always has been. Um, so yeah, that's that's interesting because I, I I agree. I couldn't remember the name of the thing from Agents of Shell, but you were right, Josh. It's yeah. it should be Hive. Yeah. Um, no, I see, also I thought that the thing is actually probably from the same dimension as the one in Guardians. Yeah, Red Skull shouts it out though that it's their their protector, doesn't I? Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's. To me, he's just talking in very sort of general terms, though. I don't think yeah. he knows what's actually coming out of there, particularly. You can Which tell that by the way he dies. Walks bollocks. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, the, the the fact that they kill him off like that is just ridiculous. Ah, but do they, though, because you don't see a body? No. There you go. Uh, but for anybody that didn't hear, there was another episode that was written that got scrapped mm. that was... Captain Hydra. Oh. Um, that Red Skull was actually meant to change sides and was going to work with S.H.I.E.L.D. because Captain Hydra takes over and Red Skull can't, is basically dethroned and he goes to oh. S.H.I.E.L.D. To, to kill off Captain Hydra. Um, but they scrapped it. Uh, they have not said why they scrapped it. Um, whether that's where Chris Evans is going to come back with all the rumours that he is signed up to do more. We do it get another nice, me. nice line delivery from Dom, though, at that point, when he goes, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> the random sword. Oh, I like that gets. shot. It's, yeah, it's very convenient that it's there, but it is a cool shot. Is it meant to be Excalibur? Is it meant to be a complete Wonder Woman ripoff? Well, it might be, but I'm wondering <laughs> whether it's meant to link to Captain Britain. Oh, okay. I, I think it's there for imagery as much as anything. It, it's yeah, a green, it might be. Sort of... But I do wonder whether it is meant to be something that belongs to someone else. Mm. 
Yeah, potentially with him uh, being into his artifacts and stuff, he'd have stuff yeah. lying around. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then I said, still Steve, Steve saving the day when he flies in and, and gets everybody out. Mm. It doesn't doesn't matter that that is just his way. Um, even if he hasn't become a super soldier, yeah. the first thought is to save other people, not himself. Which is just Steve through and through for me. Um, I like the ending. I thought the ending was quite good. It's kind of a, a mashup of the end of First Avenger and the beginning of Avengers Assemble. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I like. I did not see those cameos coming. I should have done, even though. Yeah, exactly. It was a bit of a surprise, and yeah. and I said that both Sam and Jeremy bring some great gravitas to the voice acting. Mm. I think both both their lines are, are really great. They sound brilliant. Yeah. Um, sound like they should do. Yeah, um, they sound like live action lines. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So. My overall thoughts, I, I thought it was an average episode. It's it's not something to get overly excited about for me. I, I thought the one small change basically throws everything off kilter by a degree or two. Um, and it's certainly not the world changes that we've come to expect from the live action shows in recent, recent well, the last year. Um, I'm hoping that the future episodes may change the course a little more than this one did. Um and that we get some some bigger changes, um, which obviously we are going to get with zombies and and things like that. And um, that's completely left left field compared to what we've seen so far. Um, but I do I do wonder how many of these episodes are going to be just that one degree change mm. um, that doesn't make much difference. Kind of I'm kind of feeling that with the Star Lord Black Panther episode, that yeah, it's not going to be a major difference. Yeah, that's kind of my main worry, really, because, like, I'm the kind of Elseworld-type stories I like to read or watch. Um, the main ones come from uh, DC, because those ones, they literally chuck everything out the window. Like, prime example, uh, Superman Red Sun, uh, Batman Gotham by Gaslight, all that yeah. stuff. It is literally turning the entirety of what you know about a character on its head. So that's why I was really excited for a Marvel version of that. And mm. I think the only massive example that we might get from this show in terms of a complete 180 is the Spider-Man becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Mm. And that's what's worrying me, the fact that out of, I don't know how many episodes, like 10 or something. There's it's nine. They've oh, removed one. Nine then. Yeah. Then it's yeah. and we'd only get one out of nine that are a massive flip. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It would be disappointing if they all kind of followed similar beats to their movie counterpart. Yeah, like we say, we it looks like we've got a Captain Marvel on at some point. If that kind of follows similar beats and then skews off somewhere again, it would be disappointing if they all sort of went that way. I mean, like, take this for an example. I really thought they were setting up Steve to become Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, I, and yeah. I think a lot of people did when they did that scene. Yeah, yeah. It's it, don't get me wrong; it was enjoyable. Yeah. I've, I've seen it three times now, as yeah. I always do with with these shows, um, and would quite happily watch it again. It, it just doesn't turn the screw enough for me so far. Yeah. Uh, just for me, general observations on it. I, I like the fact we got a proto Iron Man suit in it. Um, yeah, and making making effectively Howard the man who developed the Iron Man. Um, 
I love the um the actual swing music uh, montage was brilliant. I thought uh, yeah. that aerial sequence with Peggy was fantastic when she's just leaping from plane to plane. And I do like a bit of swing music as well over the top. Uh, um, am I the only one who thought that Disney were taking the piss out of themselves with that castle? Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a Disney castle. Mm. Yeah, it does a little bit. Yeah. And I thought, are they are they winding us up? Are they having a laugh at themselves? Yeah, because it's um, I love the little um, the little sort of um, the, the uh, drink exchange flip around as well in the bar, and the way that Howard Gooseberry's it right at the end is just genius. Yeah, uh, and, and, that, and that, that was really that was my line. Well. Hmm? That was my that was my note. I couldn't remember what that note was about Howard being in the wrong place. Yeah, all the yeah. time, and it was that, and that really sweet dissolve as well, that old forty style sort of dissolve into the screen. Um, I did roll my eyes a bit at the Where Eagles Dare line. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's a bit on the nose, but it. Um, like I said, I love the arm gag. That to me, that was the best single line, and probably the only line that he delivered quite well was the arm. Right? Um, but for me, there I was. I just like the little bit of humor, like um, where Zola says, "I tell you nothing," and then the next they cut to he told me everything. It just I like that sort of scene because you don't need to see what happened in the middle. You just know she probably beat the shit out of him. Uh, I, I, again, I'm with you. I noted the shield line. I wasn't wasn't keen on that. Um, I did sort of chuckle at the Hedy Lamar reference. Um, again, because of shield, because yeah. um, the character in series two is based on Hedy Lamar in in part because she was into science and stuff and worked on the Allied front. So I, I wonder yeah. whether a little bit of a nod to shield as well. Um, has just showed off that I would just date anybody. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, the the indestructible gags are quite funny as well. Um, and then yeah, I did I did like the um, the reverse of the Saturday night thing. I thought it was quite, it was quite moving. Um, but yeah, I was surprised how many of the beats kind of did follow on until we get to the climax in the castle. Um, yeah. And like you say, I hope that we do get a bit more variation. Um, so, but it's going to be interesting where they go. I think that the, the one that we've talked about, I think that will be covered very much its own thing because it hasn't got a live action equivalent, is, is the zombie one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that I'm really looking forward to now because mm. I think that's the one that's going to. And I love those comics anyway. Yeah. I, I think they're great stories. So I'm and really looking with forward the full to episode, it. Seb, Seb was a bit better at the job on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully, because he, he doesn't have a lot to do. It's just what mm. he does have is is really He's quite flat. flat. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, Josh, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we head off? No, that's it. I'm just I'm with you on the whole variation thing. It's just it's a shame that we didn't get the whole Steve possibly becoming Winter Soldier further down the line. And yeah, I love the the nods that you get, but again, it is just. They've basically taken the first Avenger film and swapped uh, Peggy and Steve and stuck Steve in a proto-Iron Man suit. That is this entire episode. We need far greater variants going forward. Yeah, definitely. So there are our thoughts. I don't think we... None of us think it was a bad show. No, I enjoyed it. No, by I absolutely sat, no means. I sat um, there grinning from, from side to side through most of the episode. I think. Yeah, but... Um, just, yeah. just there's. It needs a little bit more to it. I think would be our mm. 
Yeah. Our thoughts. So I'm, again, I'm just looking forward to seeing buffed up and suited up Peggy in like. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, won't be too long. Um, so yep, yeah, thank you boys for joining me as always. No thank thank you guys for listening as always. You stuck with us. We're heading towards the the hundred episode mark by the end of this year, um, which is ridiculous to think we've done nearly a hundred episodes <laughs> um, and still going, still going strong. Um, but yeah, we will be back with another episode of Biff Palbam when we will be reviewing the Suicide Squad. So thank you very much and we will see you on the next episode. Good night. Good night. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.